Do you want to know what the apps are we're going to discuss? Yeah. We're going to discuss Exur. Is that how you say it? How do you say it? Actual. Actual. I don't actually know. We all say different things. Actual. Uh, fireworks, less. If that, then this. Yes. No, if this, then that. Oh. Right? Oh. 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 I'd forgotten yeah. that existed. I, I was trying I'll, I'll say it on the show. Okay. <laughs> This is the show. <laughs> Are we seriously right. starting the show like this? Why not? We might as well. Yeah. Right. Um, so, hello, if you've been listening to our, our wind-up waffle. Mm-hmm. Wind-up wind waffle? Wind-up? No, it's warm-up. Warm-up waffle. Perhaps it was winding well, people up as well. Yes. Um, so, shall I bother saying welcome to bioagworld.com, or is that serious? I'm going to You do just it anyway. did. Is that it? You just said welcome That's to bioagworld.com. So, as you must have gathered by now, we are joined this week by Marcus Lillington and Lee Howells. Face. You're joined by Marcus, isn't he always here? I, I just think it's polite to introduce oh, right. people. Yeah. I think oh. that's quite nice as well. And I normally say my name, but you've just completely messed up the entire beginning of the show. Oh, Every, everyone knows you. They're coming oh. in part way through what has been quite a long waffle, really. We've already been talking about Sparrow oh. and... What was it you said? So you, you uninstalled Sparrow I this morning, I uninstalled Sparrow this morning, yeah. Oh. I, I, I don't know why. Is I, that I from iOS or from, from your Mac? Um, oh, I installed it from the Mac ages ago. Oh, really? Even though I really liked it, but then I fiddled around the default um, you know, normal Mac mail and kind of made it almost as nice. Yeah. In fact, the only thing I liked was the little icons of people, which were turned off by default. But you can turn those on in mail, can't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. I turned those on in mail and then I was completely happy with mail. <laughs> <laughs> Although, if they just shaded the left bar dark grey, I'd, you know... You'd I'd be like even it. happier. Yeah, I'd like it even more. So, so yeah, I've never bothered to even download it. And now you're uninstalling it. Well, the, <laughs> the problem is, yeah. what's happened? What's yeah. wrong with it? Explain no, the story, Paul. It's, it is the best app in the world ever, Sparrow. It Obviously, is. it isn't. No. <laughs> um, no, it's, it is it, great. No, no, it's no, great. no, it is. It's a really, really good mail client. Very, very simple. It's great, great on the iPhone, great on the Mac. Um, the problem is, is that they've just been bought by Google. Uh. Um, and they said, we're not doing any more development on it. Screw you lot. So, which is fair enough. Mm. I mean, you mm. know, they were offered a big chunk of money to go and work at Google, and I would have done the same thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I would quite quite happily sell out all of my, you know, my, um, yeah. Whatever. So, basically, they'll be building stuff for Google now. Yes. Yeah. One hopes... Yeah, Google Mail might become... That Google Mail will become like this, because what happened, you see, if you go back to... Who is it who got bought by Twitter and worked on the Twitter app? Oh, I've forgotten what it was. There was an app before Tweety. That was oh, was it. it Tweety? Oh, Tweety. Right. The guy from Tweety got bought by, um, well, not him as an individual yeah, didn't get bought. He is now owned. He is now owned. <laughs> he is the property of. Um, but, um, yeah, he got bought by Twitter. And then, um, so he then went to work there and produced a really cool Twitter app. Yeah. So I'm hopeful that's what will happen. But I'm not that hopeful, truth be told. Mm-hmm. But yes, anyway, so so I I haven't, I uninstalled it from iOS because I really like the iOS mail client. 
Um, I think it's really good. Does the job. Yeah. But I can't bring myself to uninstall it from from the Mac operating system. No, I found that easier. Did you? Yeah. Oh, that's really because the. It's prettier. It's much prettier than the default yeah, iOS but, one. But you can, yeah, because of... My problem with the, the mail, this is nothing to do... Are we really including this in the show? <laughs> You're just <laughs> refusing to stop talking. Um, stop recording. It, it, I don't like all this. It's all just so fiddly and tiny text. And but you can change busy. it all. You can have oh. as many lines as you want or not want. You can include the can icon, you? people's avatars before the messages. Um, I can't do any of that. Yeah, you You'll can. have to show you just me have how to, to do it. Around. You'll have to show me. Yeah, but Where's he? He's just walking out <laughs> the room. Going. Is it coffee? Get coffee. Is this seriously <laughs> what we're doing now on the podcast? <laughs> that it just de- degraded into this. God, it's shambles. Like, do you know, I was listening to podcasts coming down here thinking... We need to be more professional. And then this is what happens. No, I know. Professional's boring. Oh, Nobody wants that. They do, I'm sure. <laughs> so you uninstall, uh, you've uninstalled Yeah, Sparrow. so I'm, I'm, I'm purist again. I've got the same. Well, if you manage to get me working on mail, what have you got? Why have you brought your iPhone in? You can't speak without being at the mic. Ha ha. Hello. Brought, why, have you, <laughs> why have you brought your iPhone in? Uh, because I need to look up old jokes. <laughs> he's, this is what he's doing now, right? Instead of coming up with new jokes, he's using the Boag World app that we're releasing to recycle the, to old, recycle the old ones. Brilliant. How cheek, cheeky is that? It's not that cheeky, bearing in mind this is how Paul's made his career. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you seen the, the Boag World app? I have. It's looking really, really it nice. Is. It really is. Good. I can't wait. So I think I'm a bit annoyed you took the video off. The only bit I did. Oh, Lee, you didn't create the video. I recreated the video. Some somebody else made it, and then I remade it. Oh, right. Um, I don't. Oh, know. I can't remember why. I don't know why. Why do you? I do spent anything, a whole Lee? day when we had our app day remaking the video, and I made the cow's tail kind of swish. Oh, right. I, it was obviously too small or something. So I right. only had to be in portrait for the. Oh, uh, okay. The iPhone. Oh, well, anyway. that's not been used. No, that's fine. Oh well, I, I've rejected it. So, um. <laughs> Should we start the show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah show. What, okay. what, what show's that? Hello and welcome to Boagworld.com, <laughs> the podcast for all those involved in designing, developing and running websites on a daily basis. My name's Paul Boag. Joining me today is Marcus Lillington and Lee Hello. Howes. Hello. And we have got a load of really cool stuff. We've completely changed the lineup of this week's show to accommodate Lee's rants about certain software. So this week we are going to co- ca- uh, cover... Uh, two things for designers this week. Two exciting products. First of all, we're going to look at Exur. Now, is that Ax- how you say Axure. Axure. That's how I say it. Okay. You might be right. I don't know. Axure. Axure. It sounds like an insurance company. I it does. Yeah. It does. Is there is a insurance is there, company called Axure. Is that why it sounds like an insurance company? Yeah, probably. That'll, that'll be here. We're going to look at fireworks, mainly because just before we started recording, Dan walked in the room and shouted a lot at Lee for using fireworks. Now, that sounds like Firefox, and I always get them confused. Yeah. That's, so they, <laughs> <laughs> he reached his age range, it's like randomly fire. confused things. It's because you know, it's kind of you know, um, shortcut things button? where you type fire and then right. launch the wrong program. Yeah, that's true. What shortcut, what launcher do you use these days? Default. Mac. You what just is? use Spotlight. Spotlight, that's what it's called. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I use Albert. Insert link here. Yeah, he gives yeah. me all these things. I'm like, I, I install it, and then it stays there, yeah. and does nothing. 
What's wrong with just command spacebar? Blah, 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 blah. I don't even know where to begin with you two. <laughs> well, seriously, have... what's wrong with it? I know, I've installed Albert at Humphrey, what it's called. We've already got... Look, I pulled the show back onto track. I'm not starting talking about other stuff yet. Okay. Um, we're going to look at less, mm. which is... Um, I've it's been, more. <laughs> which I said I'd talk about last week. And then finally, we're going to look at if this, then that, which you got excited about before. Well, no, because I'd forgotten it existed, and I think I set things up in it. And, I, I, and now you're magical really things happen, and I, I've forgotten how they actually happen. But now I've remembered how they happen. <laughs> it's using that. I know, mm. I've done that before. <laughs> how's, that ever, how's that actually appearing on my blog? I don't know how it appears there from Instagram. <laughs> now yeah, you know yeah. why. That's right. So, should we kick off and start off talking about Axer? Axer? Axer. All right, so I'm looking at the actual website right now. I'm d- double. I'm guessing every time. What is it again? Say it again. Action. Action. I got it right. Yeah. yeah. Right. I'm looking at the website right now. It seems to be um, a tool for for doing children's cartoons, as far as I can see. <laughs> look, see, look. It is. Uh, yeah, that's it's exactly it, what. It, what it, look, it doesn't look very professional. I'm worried that you're recommending us an app. Am I supposed to be recommending for babies? This? <laughs> well, you're the one that uses it. I use it, See, yes. Look. I use it. Right. Chris Sanderson uses it. Right. First of all, let's explain what it is. It is... Now, is it a wireframing tool or a prototyping tool? It's both. Both. It's both? Yes. How exciting. It's as little or as much as you want it to be. <laughs> now, okay, second question, Lee. Uh, it costs a frigging lot of money. <laughs> it really How does. come... <laughs> How come we're paying this massive like where there's Balsamic, there's Flare Builder, there's all these other things? He's sitting there going, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> so why are we paying all this money for this app? Um, it's because it's worth it. Why is it worth it, Lee? <laughs> Justify it. Justify the flipping cost. Why is uh, it not like buggy? That's what it is. Yeah. It works. It's got people working on it full time. Right. There are others that I'm not going to mention that are really annoyingly buggy. Right. So you're, you've used this as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I haven't used this. Yeah, Why ex- am I the only person that hasn't used this? Because you use, you use um, Keynote. Keynote. <laughs> well, most of the time. Or your latest app that you've, you know. No, you've no, 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 no. I'm going to use this for it. Oh, you can talk. You're just as <laughs> yeah, okay. bad as I am. Yeah, I did go through every single wireframing app. I yeah. Think. and then you, Probably you on the same project. But you seem to have settled on this one. Yeah, it's because it's so expensive. <laughs> so you're afraid that if you if you move on to something else, yeah. you're going to get told off. Yeah, it can't be as good. Right. It's too cheap. <laughs> so, I mean, I use Keynote for wireframing because wireframings don't require interaction. So I'm guessing that's the real strength of this thing is that it doesn't just do wireframing. It can, it can, you, it can do lots of types of interaction. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. You can simulate you know, all the menus and um, carousels, interactive bits and bobs. Tethered things. Tethered things. It does yeah. tethering. Now. Oh, it does yeah, tethering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's good to demonstrate. Yeah, um, even if the client it. eventually rejects it, yeah. as has been your current experience. Yeah. And, yeah, so, I mean, little touches like that. Hopefully more things will be, you know, you'll be able to add on and prototype things even more accurately without having to kind of build in HTML. So how much is this? Uh, <laughs> I've got no idea. It's very interesting that they don't show the price very prominently on their site. Like, it's always, you know it's going to be, we paid price. We paid $589 per license for that. <laughs> what do you mean no? <laughs> I say no. We use one license. 
<laughs> no, we've got, we've got an evaluation <laughs> license, basically. Uh, it's get, a press license. We got because, a press yeah, license. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a good job we're talking about it. Well, yeah. The show, then. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. <laughs> so you just prayed. Now, now it sounds like we we were only saying good things about it because they've given it to us for nothing. Well, but we're no, not. That's not true because we, do use con- it. we continue to yeah, use it. We're continuing to use You'd it. You continue to use yeah. it. Would you? Okay, let's be honest. Right, I'll ask Marcus this because you don't care about spending our money. No, it's true. right. Would you pay five hundred and eighty-nine dollars for this? Yes, you would. Yes, it's that good. Uh, there is nothing. There are no alternatives that I know of that work properly. Really, that's a very strong statement that I've seen and used myself. Right, so I do this stuff as well. Um, as I say, there's one that I'm not going to mention because I said bad things about it. That's just too buggy. Just right, mm. uh, and there's all the others. I mean, you can, obviously, you can make wireframes in, in Keynote and things like that. Um, but you can't join them together. You can't do interactions. Um, you can join them together, but only very not, basically. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm yet to see something else that works. There was another one that did work, but only worked in certain browsers. Again, can't. therefore you can't show it to um, a, client. a client. So it was like, it's the only one that seems to be stable. Right, fair That's enough. Yeah. And so it's built, the prototypes are built in... HTML, so they're not Flash. They're not yeah. relying on. Okay, yeah. so let's let's talk so, about. So, some so of the, yes, is the simple answer. Right, let's talk about some of the stuff that it does then. So, um, looking at their features site, they talk about kind of sketching and design, where they've got kind of different feels to it. So you can do the hand drawn feel or whatever else, but you yeah. know, loads of things can do that. Yeah, you could group elements together. You can um, looks like you can have masters, which yeah, I mean that's a huge thing. For right, me. having a master which goes across all the pages. If you've got a header or footer, yeah, that so saves loads yeah, of time. You don't want to be doing that manually, rippling across every page, mm. changing some you know what, some link to another link. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that, that's massive. Well, it's talked about widget libraries. Have you tried anything with that? Um, yeah, I tend to build my own using their dynamic panels because right. it's really simple to create um, you know, a, an object that does something from right. scratch really quickly. There are li- libraries as well, but um, quite often so what I want isn't in them. Right. <laughs> yeah. You can't be bothered to look all the way yeah. through. Yeah. Okay, so what, give me an example of what a widget library would be. If you make your own, what kind of widgets? Oh, just made? like a, a, I don't know, a tab that has two panels you want. Right. You just call do is create two states of the different panels and put a few interactions And then on you them. can keep that and use it across multiple projects. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I kind of get the you idea. You can, I don't, but you can. Right. <laughs> um, and then you can, there are loads online that you can download yeah. if you, yeah. if you so wish. Yeah. Um, so you can do more than just clicks, which we've already talked about, drag and drop, you know, span. Yeah. I've never used that, but yeah. yeah, just all drag and drop. I features. just happens to be yeah. the drag and drop example they're showing here. Yeah. Um, and then it generates, and this is the key one, isn't it? Click to generate HTML, no player required. Mm-hmm. And it seems to work across all major browsers, which is pretty impressive, really. Yeah, and what I'm really hoping is at some point more will be possible responsively. So you can, because it's Ooh. HTML, you might be able to use media queries and do things. That'd be awesome, wouldn't That's it? That's kind of hoping for. So yeah, actually but they up. don't do that at the moment. No, but so there of... is some kind of viewport stuff, which I've never really fiddled with. Right. I think that's just for viewing, if you were actually wireframing specifically for mobile. Okay. Will, yeah, will, yeah, right, so, you, so in effect, at the moment, you're creating separate prototypes yeah. for, for yeah. different screen sizes, which yeah. is a little bit annoying. But yeah, it, it, that's a good thing about when you're... 
you know that there's a, a reasonable size company behind something that it, it is, you know, because a lot of the other examples are done by one or two individuals, which yep. obviously limits the amount that they can produce. Um, yeah, I mean, it's got everything you'd expect, really, isn't it? I mean, oh, you can just collaborate. Like, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. In fact, you can actually document the whole project. So every little component, you could be writing a little thing on and there's a panel for notes and page notes. So mm. you, I mean, I actually put all marketing. So can the client see that? Um, you can publish it if you want to. Right. Yeah, there's a pay- when it's published, there's a, a separate tab for all the notes. So right. You can, yeah, you can annotate the, the whole thing. Okay. Yeah, and you have get a little, uh, sitemap as well, so you don't actually you can you skip can skip between pages yeah. of that navigate. Yeah, the sitemap's really useful because I've had mm. to build sitemaps myself in other apps just to navigate quickly around. But okay. know, that's a default feature. So I'm looking really at their ten reasons why we should get that and pay five hundred and thirty-nine blooming dollars, although we've got it for free. Um, your requirements never look so good. Don't know what that means. That's crap. <laughs> your project managers will love you. Well, no, there's no way our project no, managers no, are ever They'll always hate that's, us. That's no good. <laughs> your happy team will get to use Windows OX or both. Well, that's quite nice. It is platform independent. Yeah, and yeah, both. On both, yeah. Um, and from the sounds of it, you can kind of move files between Windows and Mac. So that's that's good. We've got one so, reason yeah. so far for five hundred thirty nine dollars. <laughs> Well, um, the, 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 there is one reason I've already given. Yeah, you. I know it's, it's not works. Buggy. It works. It's reliable. <laughs> yes. You know, in advance, if customers will rave or rant, don't understand that one. Um, you don't spend days copying and pasting from Visio. Oh no. Or copying and pasting full stop because you can do those masters, which is nice. I like that. Mm. Your distributed fi- uh, team feels a lot less distributed. Do you ever actually, have you actually ever shared stuff between the two of uh, you? Yeah, we have, but we didn't do it properly. Uh, no, we didn't do it properly. No, no. I, I made some changes, then gave you the file. Yeah. No, this is the we didn't thing. really we went, go into collaboration properly. We went properly, on a holiday, and I'm like, I can't make any changes. <laughs> yeah, we didn't do that well. So, so Super very, professional, Lee and I. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Apparently, if we use this tool, your clients won't be, uh, won't be able to wait to buy our ideas. <gasps> so that's wow. Good. That's exciting. Um, developers finally know what you want and love it. Well, judging by the way Dan was shouting at you earlier, I don't think that's the case. I think no, no, developers yeah. finally know what you want and hate you for it because it's really complicated to build. Yeah, it takes time. It takes yeah. time. Yeah, it'll grow on him. Your clients really get it and you get real feedback. Well, I think that applies to any prototyping tool, doesn't it? Yeah. But the more realistic it is, like being able to tether things to the browser yes. window, you know, the more realistic... But yes. It'll be to their final. And then mm-hmm. number one reason is you look good doing it. I'm really disappointed with this Y accent. <laughs> no, this is hilarious. Who <laughs> wrote this? I know. I, I, say I look good doing yeah, it. Yeah, look at me. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. box moving on. Yes, yeah, I can move Whoa. a box. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not overly impressed with that. No, yeah, but sh- you should be overly impressed with it as an app, not as yeah. the silly reasons. Yeah. No, yeah. that sounds that sounds really good. I think we've kind of covered that. Yeah. You can download a trial of it, so go yeah. and have a play, because that's what you did, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, um, And then well. at the end of the trial, you were too tight, or we were too tight to let you buy it, so you went and got a press license. So pretend you're a really famous blogger, and they might give you a free Well, copy. I reviewed it quite, you know... Um, extensively. Well, not extensively, honestly. Right. Um, yeah. And that's on Boag World, is it? Yeah. All right. Mm. Insert link to show notes here. <laughs> you can read Lee's comprehensive and now, detailed review. Now thinking, did I review it or did I just mention it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you did actually. I think you did. All right, let's move on. 
Okay, so next up we're going to look at less. Now, um, <laughs> now don't just immediately. <laughs> um, I'm a bit like that because I've. No, I have used it. Yeah, I've used it. Yeah, you should know about it. I used less. it years ago. Or, like, yeah, Did you really? I used it on Blue Cross, which was. No. Was it SAS? It was one of them. It was less. Less sure. SAS. It was, it was less. It was definitely less. The only reason I'm talking about less rather than SAS is because I've never used SAS. Right. But I hear very. Right, step back. <laughs> step back. <laughs> So that people have got a vague idea. In case you don't know, um, Less and something called SAS are CSS preprocessors. Marcus, I'm speaking to you. Pay attention. So Less Less and SAS are preprocessors, essentially that you can use to write, um, um, to make writing CSS easier. Um, And we talked last week, didn't we, about CodeKit, which was process these things. So people should know what Less and SAS is. I haven't used SAS, although... If you talk to Gina Bolton, I heard her speaking on it, and she swears blind that SAS is better. But I've only used less, so I'm going to talk about less. So what did you think about it when you used it? You used it quite a long time ago, so I suspect it's moved Yeah, I, d- I don't think it finally got into the final kind of project build. I started using it, and then uh, I can't remember why I stopped. Right. It was very good. Yeah. <laughs> it's got some really cool stuff great. about it. I, I think preprocessors are a great idea, Um because essentially it's going to make it, it it strikes that perfect balance and i did say this last week so i don't want to repeat myself too much but you end up with much more readable css no sorry to to you as the developer the less file you're working with can be stuffed with comments it's you know it's much easier to edit um it's much um uh, simpler and easily maintainable yet it pumps out the other end super compressed um, minimized CSS. Now, it is more ver- verbose, the final CSS, than than um, uh, it would be if you hand-coded absolutely everything. But I think, generally speaking, it, it just makes life so much easier. It's worth the payoff, personally. So should we talk through some of the things that less can do? Yeah, because I can't remember. Could you not remember? <laughs> right. I know. It's really worth doing. Seri- I mean, you don't, have to, you don't do a lot of CSS no, coding anymore, no, do you? No, why I don't really know no. anything about it anymore. But it is, it is fairly cool. We need Dan here, really, is what yeah. we need. Because I'm sure he'd tell me that it's crap, because he's, <laughs> he's a purist. He likes, to, he likes to write his CSS in binary. <laughs> it's true. No, not really. So it can do variables, which is great. So you can say, for example, um, I have... Um, certain orange that I always use on on Headscape because it's our corporate orange and our corporate brown and our corporate green. Mm-hmm. So I just I define those at the beginning um, with at you know orange and then I put in the the um, the uh, eight, uh, hex value mm-hmm. and then whenever I'm writing the code instead of having to go back and check have I got exactly the right orange or going in with a with a, um, uh, a little sampler to get yeah. the colour yeah. off the design which you never <laughs> end up with the same colour twice do you? No, you've yeah. moved to a, a slight shadow which you didn't realise yeah. oh. <laughs> so you end up with all slightly different oranges throughout you just type in at orange and you pull in that variable so that's very cool but everybody uses very um color as an example of variables but you can do loads of other cool stuff as well so the other thing that i do a lot is set my base font size mm-hmm. so i go you know um base font um you know colon i don't know 12 points 14 points whatever or pixels, should I say. And then what you can do is you can do a really cool thing where when you reference that, if you want to, say, have a heading, you put in um, at, at base font 
times 1.5 or whatever so you can gradient yeah. gradiate them up which is really nice so it's the math the maths you could do maths in it's what's great yeah and you could do all kinds of really complicated math stuff yeah for laying out grids and you know, creating yeah. grids on the floor absolutely yeah. and for, for, for um vertical alignment again didn't we talk about this last week Ver- vertical alignment works great we as well did. Mix. I don't know what you talked about last week. No, <laughs> no, no. That's because it hasn't been published. That'll yet. be why. Yeah, okay. there we go. Um, mixins are the other great thing that Les does. So that's where you can define like whole chunks. I don't know what they are. Yeah, well, I'm about to describe what they are. Keep up. <laughs> so, um, for example, you can go, you know, if, if you create a class, you go, say, I don't know, dot rounded corners or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you, you put in, you know, border radius and, and all of that. What you can do then is you can just, you know, if you're, say, creating a header and you want it to have rounded corners, you can just put, you know, hash header, open brackets, dot rounded corners, and it pulls everything else from that dot rounded corners in. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, rounded corners aren't such a big thing now because everybody universally supports border radius. But if you take something like gradients... Mm. Then you can start getting really, really interesting because your mix-ins as well can include variables. So you can pull in, you know, different um, variables into your mix-ins as well, which is really cool. You can also do nested rules, um, mm-hmm. which is is quite interesting. So, for example, if you want to define any p tag within a header, you could write instead of going hash header space p. You could in the in your previous header, you know, um, CSS. You can include the P within the header, so it all kind of cascades down. Yeah. Where that's really interesting, where it's really useful, is when you're doing um, uh, what's the word, a media query stuff. So you can you can instead of having it always frustrates me, right? If you want to do like object oriented CSS where everything's nice and neatly grouped together, what's really annoying is where you end up with you do define your header, this is what your header's going to look like on mobile, and then in a separate style sheet you have, you know, here's what the header's going to look like at this width and that width and the other. With this you can just put it all together in one declaration, in one in one call in CSS, which is so useful. You can also do cool things like um, functions and operations and all, all kinds of. There's Marcus looks really bored. <laughs> it's just really interesting stuff, Marcus. You, yeah, you yeah. need to care yeah. about this stuff. You need to be selling this stuff. I'm <laughs> teaching you now. I've got a folder on my desktop called Less. It's full of stuff which I I have yet to look at properly. I need to kind of catch up with it all. To be honest. Just start using it. Yeah, that's the thing. Because <laughs> when I yeah, first started exactly. using it, all I when when I first, I mean, essentially, all you're doing is you're creating a a file instead of dot CSS on the end. It's got dot less. You write CSS as normal in there, and and I started just with variables. That's all I did to begin with. You know, so you know, I said defined a color at the beginning, and that was all I did. And then I've gradually added more and more stuff in the, um, the end. Hasn't the whole thing changed, doesn't it? It now gets processed um, client-side, doesn't it? Well... That's why I stopped using it, because it was server-side. I could do uh, do it from home. I could do it here. There's there's lots of... Because, obviously, a browser doesn't understand a less file, so it needs to be processed, Mm -hmm. turned into CSS. Now, there's lots of ways you can do that. Um, Yes, there are server-side solutions. There are server-side solutions for PHP, for .NET, for whatever you fancy, really. Um, There's also client-side options now so you can download from um less dot uh, less css.org you can download a javascript file that you include 
right? Yeah. Now, obviously, you don't want to rely on JavaScript on the final no, site. Exactly. But you can do at least for your development. But last week, we were talking about a tool called CodeKit, which is a, a Mac um, application you just runs in the background and that's what I use uh-huh. and that does the processing that does the processing oh right I didn't realise that so it's quite it, it, less and SAS both of them are definitely worth checking out I, I, I think it's it's you know very much up to personal opinions what you what you prefer SAS has certainly got some interesting things in that now escape me now I'm sitting here but I remember <laughs> Gina when she was talking to me um, about it I expect, let's have a look Gina Bolton SAS See what she's written on it. I bet there's some really good post. Um, here we go. Um, style guide driven UI design with SAS. So if you do just do a Google on it, there's loads of different stuff that Jean has written um, about SAS um, that you might want to check out. Um, I'm sure. Let's do another. Let's do a comparison. SAS versus less. I, mean, I, presume, I presume eventually one or all. A mixture of these two will be kind of integrated into CSS itself somehow. There is already, yeah, yeah there's sure already working being on talked on yeah. yeah. So you wouldn't, so you don't actually have to know and get confused what's pure CSS, yeah. and what's his kind of add-on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I look our CSS tricks. Chris Coyer does a um, as normal a brilliant. I'll insert in show notes here a brilliant <laughs> comparison between SAS and Less. Uh-huh. Um, so you can check that out and and that'll talk you through all the niceties of it. Yeah, they did. Um, oh, that's interesting. In different things, he's got different categories, and he says which is the winner in each of these different categories. That's nice. Overall winner. Overall winner. See if he does an overall winner. I bet he's jumped straight to the conclusion. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> now he doesn't provide an overall winner. <sighs> SAS apparently wins narrowly on maths. Mm-hmm. Um, and SAS is also the winner on working with media queries. Oh. Ah, yes, it did some cool stuff with media queries. Oh. I remember that. Um, variable handling is either way. Yeah. Um, SAS also um, wins on the extend. Yes, he, SAS is winning on yeah. most of them. Perhaps we should look at SAS more. I think I'll need to have a look at SAS. Perhaps I use SAS for um, the stuff I'm doing on Boag World at the minute. Mm, interesting. Okay, so that is less. Check it out. Check out preprocessors generally. Absolutely brilliant. Makes a world of difference. All right, let's go back to design tools. So this interesting thing happened, Lee, didn't it, before we just started this podcast? Did it? Where, <laughs> what was that? Where, where Dan came bursting into the oh, room, throwing yes. the toys out of his yes, pram, yes, Renty yes. Dan. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> because in Headscape, Lee, you are the only person that uses fireworks. Yeah, I know. I'm a trailblazer. <laughs> and and, and um, you then pass fireworks files across to Dan, who then has to build what you've built. Yes. He seemed slightly distressed. <laughs> well, he just needs to get used to it, really. Doesn't <laughs> yeah. So your basic your message to Dan is suck it up. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so you've talked. You have been a big proponent of fireworks. Why? Why fireworks? Now, you've, again, you've written this on Barrack World. Insert link yeah. in show notes here. I did, mm. I've, I've done some little videos on the barn site as well. Have you? Yeah, yeah. Like one minute video. Right. Insert another link to the <laughs> barn this time. Why I love fireworks. There's just so many reasons. Go on, then. Why do you love oh, fireworks? I'll put oh, you on the spot I'm now. prepared. Okay. <laughs> well, like we were mentioning about Maxure, yeah. the idea of master elements. Right. Well, no. 
Even more fundamental than that, multiple pages in a document. So if you're designing a home page and a landing page, they're you not separate files. It's Ooh, one file. Yeah, I like that. And they share the same header component, so you don't have to keep open. Because I'm, I'm terrible for getting, you know, I've, I've got separate Photoshop files, and then somebody changes the header, so you have to open them all up and right. move layers around. Mm. Or uh, some clever people ha- might have a Photoshop file with all kind of layer sets, or but I get messed up. And you can also, <laughs> there are, you can do smart objects, can't you, across multiple documents in Photoshop? Do I mean smart objects? I mean something like that. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've done I don't know. Because I use fireworks now. Yeah. Um, so it is There are clever ways in Photoshop, but I never but it quite... it sounds less intuitive. I never got it? on with them. Yeah, no. okay. Just having multiple pages yeah. and having objects, which you know, could be a header or a footer or a, you know, a panel, which yeah. might be multiple pages. In fact, I quite often define like half the page in an object, which then goes across multiple pages. So if I change it, it changes in all of them. Right. Just, you know, but it's just, for me, it's a big time saver. Right. Okay. Ooh. So you're giving me one reason to change. After using Photoshop from version one, being completely comfortable with Photoshop, you've given me one reason to change. Come on, Lee. You can do better. I can. I can go on. Go um, on. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's got a better name? No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. No, no. Um, just think simple things like, um, Drawing a, a rounded object. In Photoshop, you might have to... You tend to use bitmaps. Yes. I like the vector approach of fireworks. I tend to use a lot more vector yeah. um, objects. So if you draw a, a rectangle, you can just round off one corner by dragging the drag handles. Right. And then you can copy and paste that. I think copying and pasting generally feels more natural, and you can group things by just selecting them, like in other vector packages. Yeah. Rather than lots of right-clicking on layers and moving them around and cutting bits out of them. Right. I just like the fact I I, I kind of feel more at home with the vector tools. Even though it's got bitmap tools as well, it's got the same bitmap tools as Photoshop generally. Right. So you can still do things that way. Yeah. Um, Does it do all the kind of... See, the things that I've become so used to in Photoshop, things like layer masks, you know, yeah, effects, yeah, all of that kind of stuff. It's got all the same effects, and in fact, it pulls in the Photoshop effects as oh, well. Oh, really? Right. Yeah, um, all the kind of default Photoshop effects. Um, it does do layer masks. They're not quite as good. Yeah, that, well, we that's, go. that is that, Okay, oh, well, I'll be balanced. Yeah, okay. One of the downsides is the, the vector masks, and masks generally are a bit kind of clumsy. But right. they've got better from uh, five to six. So. Okay. The other things you've got in your original article is symbols. <laughs> symbols. Do you use symbols a lot? Well, this looking totally blank. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember why um, he likes this. I don't know what they call it. He's just I, got <laughs> used to fireworks <laughs> now and can't justify it. Well, there's lots of ways of sharing objects across pages. There's master pages and the shared layers is another one. Which shares you know, different layers across. You can have multiple states in pages as well, which is another powerful feature which I use. So you now can do again. like rollovers. Yeah. states. So you can have a state of all the rollovers or flyout menus. Right. Okay. Rather than having another Photoshop file or you know, layer yeah. layer groups, they're all kind of hidden away. Right. Which which is something that annoyed Dan because he couldn't find them. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, have to go into a state panel and turn go to state three. There you go. It's obvious. Yeah. I mean, to be fair to Dan, he did actually say, "Well, I've just got to learn it." Yeah. It's just a matter of learning a new path. That's the only thing that puts me off with this kind of stuff, is the learning curve. Did you have to force yourself through a kind um, of... Well, yeah, it follows all the same conventions that we've used on uh, right. other packages, and I have tend to um, dip around between... I was using freehand and... Right. Um, 
Illustrator. Illustrator. Yeah. I don't remember the name of it. So, you know, you're used to all the conventions. Uh, what about... Are you talking about styles in your original? Oh, yeah. Um, the fact that for, it's a bit like CSS. You can define a style which might be a font size or the, a colour and a drop shadow. You can just define that as a style. I and mean, then you can apply it to objects. Yeah. And then if you change your mind, you don't want drop shadows, you just click... Turn off a drop shadow, it'll turn off everywhere. You've used that style. Well, if you edit the style, you can remove, it'll ripple through, it'll everywhere, ripple through everywhere, everywhere that you've applied. So it. it's, it's a bit like creating styles in, say, pages or or Word or stuff like that. I don't suppose you do that very much, no. do you? So no, you wouldn't know. But yeah, that's very it's rather than having to go around the whole document that's changing nice. it. That's really nice. So you could be consistent, for example, on the direction light hits yeah, a page. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. But I mean, like I was saying about the header or footer, it can, you can use um, objects or whatever they're called. Symbols. <laughs> <laughs> Symbols. Symbols. <laughs> it could be as, as small as like a bullet. You could yeah. you could change the design of a bullet, and rather than having to go around the entire document, right? So or a little arrow. Yeah. See, that's that's there are that you can do that in Photoshop. I wish I could remember yeah. the name of it, but yeah, everything's a bit more sounds a bit more buried, maybe, and a bit. More perhaps awkward. it's because I, I kind of I use Flash a lot. There's a lot of similarities in Fireworks to the way Flash worked. Right. So oh, okay. That, it felt like more of a natural progression. Probably because of that. Another example of that from looking at this would be libraries, having libraries of different yeah. objects and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, which is yeah. kind of cool. Grouping, I like the idea of grouping. But you, again, you can do that yeah. in Photoshop. It just seems quicker and more natural in yeah. Fireworks to so just drag around stuff, group it, it's, copy it seems, and paste. Fireworks and... seems much more orientated around a vector based approach to things. Yeah. It's not that it is just no. vector, but you can kind the of. The way of working, yeah, yeah. the workflow. Yeah. Interactive gradients, what the hell's that? Oh, I don't, I don't even know if Photoshop um, 6 does this. The fact you can drag a gradient around and see it changing. I don't know if you can do that. Actually, rather than just doing it in a kind of um, gradient panel. What's, what's web layers? Uh, <laughs> 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 Read it out to me. add hotspot areas and links between pages in your Oh, the fact button. that you can, a bit like um, with Action, you actually, can, you can you know, link together. your pages. You multiple to, pages together? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So you can navigate it quickly. Oh, that's useful. To create a kind of... Uh, High Sli- fidelity process. Slice scaling. Now, this scaling to is that nine point mass images. Yeah, you can so. cut. Say if you had a, a button with two ends of different styles, you can you can cut up that button. So when you stretch it, like just content aware. Yeah, scaling. the middle bit is the only bit that stretches, or whichever bit you define to be right. the stretchy bit. So that's very similar to content aware scaling. So Photoshop yeah. does that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know if it does it in the same way. And then you said some things you don't like. Masks, you talked about. Yeah. Text anti-aliasing, is that improved? Um, I think it's got a bit better. It's still a bit weird. It's still not quite right. Performance? It's got a lot better in six. Good. Snobbery. Uh, That's just... Yeah. I'm used to Photoshop, I'm not changing. Yeah. Very interesting. I'm still not going to make the move. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, basically, maybe if I was was designing stuff every day. The thing with something like this, you need to find... My attitude with something like this, if you're going to make a major swap away from a piece of software that you've always used, you've got to... You you've got to find a project which has got ample time yeah. and force yourself to work with the new. Yeah, you don't want to be struggling under a deadline, no. and you don't know how to do stuff. Absolutely, which is a nightmare. But equally, you can't just open it up and have a tinker and go. Oh no, I don't like that. You've got to kind of force through on one project. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is a point. This is really interesting. I was um, listening to um, uh, a um, podcast which had Merlin Mann in about uh, that was talking about this kind of concept of kicking and screaming of of knowing when um 
when to give up on something and when to make the move on something. So a great example is Sparrow, we were talking about earlier. You know, I really want to carry on using Sparrow, mm-hmm. but I know there's no future in it. So yeah. why, I really, I've got to let go of that and kind of go in this new direction. And, and Fireworks versus Photoshop is almost, almost the same thing. That, that you know, there's this tool, Photoshop, which is uh, a very kind of all-encompassing tool that's designed for web designers, print designers, um, you know, for t- professional photographers, all these different people. It's, it's kind of jack of all trades and master. And then you've got Fireworks that's been designed to really work for the web. And yet we're kicking and screaming to move across because it's something different. Yeah, yeah. But I think my attitude towards software is if you try a different piece of software, it can break those kind of rigid conventions you've built for yourself. You, yeah. you tend to use a piece of software the same way every time. I mean, I, I love, I've always liked swapping around because they've got different tools and yeah. they make you kind of try different things. And even design in different ways. Yeah, I mean, I've looked at Pixelmator because it's got loads of cool different effects, which yeah. I haven't seen. Yeah, and insert kind of, link to Pixelmator. <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of creates, um, you know, it inspires you to have creative new ideas, perhaps based around some of those effects and things yeah. or the way of doing things. Pixelmator would drive you mad, though, surely. Oh, you couldn't, do, you couldn't do full design effect for me. I haven't tried using it enough. Oh. I just fiddled around with all the cool things yeah. pretty quickly. It does have some cool things. But <laughs> really? It's like, why doesn't it do that? Uh, ah. Yeah. What, I, yeah. what I'd be... T- I mean, Pixelmator is a great... was probably something you ought to feature in the future for website owners. Yes. You know, because it's great for just cropping images, applying some basic effects, yep. you know, that kind of stuff. And it's cheap, which is always good. Yes. Although it's getting more and more powerful, actually, I've got to say. So, I think it's, it's cool. It just doesn't do, you know, text and stuff. is very limited. Mm. Yeah. I always want bits from all the apps. Yeah. I want a kind of super app that combi- combines them all. Yes. <laughs> that would be I totally never unusable. <laughs> it would have 3,000 drop-down menus. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I like the way Pixelmator looks and you know, the speed and everything else. Yeah. You know, I, I like the way Photoshop does various things. I like the way Fireworks mm. does various things. But Such oh, is life. Well. Talking to website owners and tools that are useful for website owners, let's go to our last pick of the week. <laughs> Okay, so we come then to our final application of the day, which is the perfectly uh, and easy to remember name <laughs> of if this then that. Yeah, that's right, isn't it? Kind so of a coding right, thing, isn't it? If if Logic. this then that. Yes, Logic, yes. that's right. So this is available at ifttt.com. How, how annoyingly complicated is that? <laughs> but it is a perfect name for what the application does. Mm-hmm. And it's a great, it's, this is a great tool for website owners, right? Um, well, to be honest, it's a great tool for anybody, but I can imagine website owners using yeah. it. And was it, I can't remember whether it was before the show started or no, not. No, I don't know when the start of the show was, really. No, no, it's just. Was kind it of, today? <laughs> yeah, well, I think it was today. <laughs> <laughs> So you, you've been playing with this as yeah, well? Yeah, it's one of those things I saw. You set up an account quickly, start doing things, and then you forget all about it. Yes, and now you don't, <laughs> and then you get really confused as to why all yeah. these random things yeah, happen. Yeah, how is this working? How is this appearing? But so, should we explain what it is? Might be a good start in case you yeah, haven't heard of this one. So, the idea is you can create, like, essentially... Rules. Rules, yes. Rules are a good way of putting it. So it's got in it a whole load of what it calls channels, which are essentially different services out there so just to give you an idea you've got twitter you've got facebook you've got foursquare instagram pocket text messaging soundcloud uh, cloud linkedin buffer app 
email, Flickr, it just goes on and on and on and on and on. It would be a bit rubbish if it didn't have lots of things. Yes. Well, that's the whole principle of it. Then what you can do is you can create what it calls recipes, which I think is a rubbish name for what it does. But essentially, as you said, rules. So you can say, for example, if um, something happens in Twitter, then make something happen in Evernote or Facebook or whatever else. So a really a classic example of one that I've got running is if I post something new to Instagram, then update Facebook, the face, uh, my Facebook timeline to show that Instagram post. Yeah. Um, another thing that I do is because I like to, to archive everything in case I say some profound thing on Twitter that I might want <laughs> to access in five years time. Um, I back up all of my social network updates to Evernote. Yeah, you put it all in Evernote. So, oh. so it all goes into Evernote. So I've got a rule that says if um, uh, I post something on Twitter, then update Evernote. But some of these, depending on the service, you get different kind of extra settings. So, for example, I've also got one that if I um, favorite something in Twitter, it updates in Evernote. So if I see something that I think is really cool, I favourite it, and then it, I save forever directly to Evernote. That's actually quite useful. That's all very cool. Yeah. Mm. I forgot what it does. Yeah. How much it does. Um, I never also- favourite anything in Twitter, though. That's the problem. I hate everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, rubbish. the obvious... The obvious um, Although, I read... Uh, an, well, I didn't read the whole post, but it was basically... It just got me thinking, because I had thought about this in the past, but the, the tweet was... What? Who owns your iTunes library when you die? Um, which I thought was quite an interesting thing because you know, yeah. my all the books on my bookshelf or all my music, yeah. I can you give, can give to people. Yeah, but I can't do that with well, stuff I've digitally downloaded. No. Okay. Now is this is something? Or can that, you? That, well, so exactly. It's only a matter of password, isn't it? You need to put your passwords in your will. But you can only you have... But this doesn't just to try apply to iTunes. It applies to loads yeah, of things. Yeah, tons of stuff. Yeah, but I, I guess music's a really good example. It's because people can get their yeah. head around it. It used to be records, mm. used to be CDs. And now it's just stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm quite interested. My, and, and Caroline, I was talking to her about it. She said, well, you know, that's just... The world changes. So, yeah, so she's right. So, therefore, you can't pass on all the stuff you've paid money for. I'm <laughs> like, what? <laughs> to hoarding everything <laughs> well, well, you know that's like saying you have to give everything back when you die or maybe you should I don't know yeah. but there's also I mean there's all the social accounts as well so you know you've got Twitter and Facebook and all of these kinds of things so if I die do they just stay on the internet forever or does my wife get control over them in some way? How does she do that? I mean, for it's a slightly different thing. I agree yeah, that it's yeah. important. It's, yeah, yeah. But it is you slightly have money thing. for it. No, no, I these, do these agree. Are goods, that. Aren't they? These but, are goods, aren't they? I mean, you yeah. could have a really a horrible situation. We know that you know a large number, a large percentage of people die from an aneurysm while sitting on the toilet. <laughs> so my last tweet might be going to take a dump, <laughs> and I don't want that as my last, you know, kind of <laughs> my last online words. That would be bad. So I need somebody to be able to go and edit this kind of stuff. Well, if they, as Lee says, if they've got your password, then they can. Exactly. Yeah. But that would be the same with iTunes as well, because if they've got your password, you can download it all. 
You can, but you can only do it. You can only have it in so many places, can't you? Anyway, yeah. what's this got to do yeah. with if this, then well, that? If you then, die, then <laughs> I see. Then, then needs to be a rule for <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, nothing particularly. Just um, interesting tweets. You were just kind of cutting across. Oh, I see stuff mm. that you were thinking about favouriting. Yes, but I mean, where this gets really useful for website owners, of course, is. Um, in particular would be um, you know as a website owner I'm a big Facebook user but I'm not really a big Twitter user or a LinkedIn user so I can make all my updates to Facebook and they automatically go to Twitter or or whatever else Um, you can also do things like you could um, have you know stuff you favorited in twitter then go to um an rss feed that you can then pull into your website so there's there's all kinds of cool stuff another thing that i do is with my reading um you know if i see a cool link on on twitter i could set it up hello dustbin men i love it every it's matter which day of the week we do this (laughs) what time of the day something goes it's a bank holiday so it's screwed up the schedule I, who knows just, when they come I've just taken to ignoring it yeah, yeah. except you you both threw attention to it yeah. so there we go so yeah there's loads and loads of stuff um, you know things like um, if I see in YouTube you've got the ability to um, say watch later on something and if you do that I have it automatically send it to Pocket which I then watch it on Pocket later you know, there's yeah. endless. I'm, I'm really glad you remind me it existed because I, I, it does these magicy things. I don't know how. I have no idea how this can possibly work. Oh, it just does my head in. <laughs> it's, yeah. just, it's amazing if you actually yes. think about all the possibilities and variations. It is. I mean, it's it really is limitless. And what's really great is when you kind of um, you start doing this, you feel kind of absolutely overwhelmed yeah. by all the possibilities, but. And, and you almost can't get your head around that way of thinking, but they provide a great browse recipes feature where you can look at, you know, um, what's hot, what's the most popular. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, one of the most populars um, is um, basically a notification from uh, Twitter. Twitter does an iTunes f- um, feed, which has got free app of the week, right? Yeah. And you might miss that, but you can get an email to you. Uh-huh. So that would be really cool. So you can spam so yourself. E- email you spam yourself. <laughs> Perfect. This is talk- what we're talking about the, the the guys in Geneva last week. But this idea of what it gives you. Oh, by the way, sorry about the quality of the audio last week. Yes, it wasn't great. It's sorry Marcus's about fault. Uh, it's Paul's fault. It's Paul's iPad. <laughs> he thought it would be acceptable, uh, and it wasn't. We did a test. <laughs> we did a test before we went, and you said it was fine. Yeah, it did sound okay, but just lots of hiss. Come on, um, ladies. Come on. Anyway, yeah. What was it doing? Apparently, oh, yeah, he's yeah. going to solve it with some magical thingy. Well, Marcus has tried another magical thingy. Yeah. Oh, no, what would, no, that one's gone. It's gone. It's, it's oh, gone. It's done. done. But if we do it again, just try using the other mic, I reckon. Yeah. That's the way to go. Uh, uh, yeah, but th- that idea of, of getting the content you want through the application that you like using, which might be email yes. or text, is brilliant. And therefore, you don't have to learn how to, to use new stuff, which is kind of relevant to what you were talking about, Photoshop and fire, Fireworks. But I think we should be learning new stuff and accept that the world moves forward. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, but it has, to be said, it has to be said that this can be used for evil as well as good. <laughs> 
because I got I got a bit overexcited when I first got this. Okay, right? and I set up rules like. Did you do evil, Paul? I did do evil. <laughs> I didn't realise it was evil. Whoa. It seemed like it seemed like a nice thing to do when I did it, and then in hindsight, I realised very quickly it wasn't a nice thing. Okay. So I did a couple of things. For example, I set up an automatic um, tweet to go out. Um, thanking people when they follow Friday me, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. The same tweet. <laughs> um, yeah. Which became very... And I did another thing. When people follow me for the first time, I sent uh-huh. them a DM saying, yeah. thanks for following me. And it just is spammy. Yes. Yeah. It sounded like a good idea, but it just it becomes you It's you become very, a robot. very impersonal. Yeah. 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 So I'm and just evil. trying to look at what other ones they've got here. The thing I did was make every Instagram post appear on my website. Yes. So that's the thing I couldn't work out how they were appearing on my website. Right. Because <laughs> you set it up and just completely I was amazed. about it. How did I get that? <laughs> but uh, just to, to kind of emphasize, this requires no programming ability whatsoever. You no. literally go in, you pick the service, you pick what you want to do with that service and where you want it to go, and your job's done, really. Mm, yeah, and the magic happens. So somehow. it is all magic, and it's one of uh, kind of the one disclaimer that you have to put over things like this is. This could disappear tomorrow. Yeah. So mm. just bear in mind that, you know, if you're integrating it with your website, there might be a sudden scramble to fix it, you know. Or it might last forever and you could, you, know, you die. Yeah. Same again, you know. Always, still there's all these rules happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody no knows is. anything about this service. And it's like a ghost. <laughs> Even more. How's he emailing me all the time? <laughs> you know what? That's, that's the relevant thing there is that you really should keep your all your usernames and passwords for yeah. everything yeah. in a secure place yeah. on paper in the safe or whatever you could traumatise someone for years because <laughs> nobody's going to do this this is what's going to happen <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like we'll turn into an AI one day. <laughs> all, all of these things well, I'm reading a great on. book about that at the moment you told me wait, cool. and I've, wait yeah, I've yeah, downloaded it you read it I'm reading it too oh what do you think of it <laughs> so far very good on the end so by the way insert link in show notes here <laughs> but you know that's just the first one out yeah, of yeah, three I've, I've seen, I'm yeah. on the last one Ah. What's the last one called? Um, so it's wake. Um, they're all one word, aren't they? Wake something. They're all W's as well. Let are me they? just. I've got to have a look. Sorry, because I couldn't I find remember, the third one. I downloaded the first. The one. third one's called Wonder. Uh, oh, second one's called Watch. Watch Wonder. Uh, so right. Wake wa- uh, Watch and Wonder. Yeah, and they're just well, brilliant. So they're essentially uh, they're essentially um, a book about an emerging emerging in AI Con- on the internet consciousness. Yeah, yeah. But it's just fascinating, isn't it, the way that he's done it and about how that consciousness evolves. Yeah. And he took, using the example of Helen Keller, who was deaf and blind, and, and about how she came to consciousness almost. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. So lots of stuff about psychology and about the mind. And I like the fact that he's even got... What, what made it... What I thought this is going to be a good book was within about the first page where there's a blind girl in the book, isn't there? Mm-hmm. And he talked about um, Jaws, didn't he? The, the screen reader oh, yeah, technology. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, if he, if he <laughs> yeah. knows Jaws yeah. is the right screen reader, this is going to be a well-researched Written book. Written by a geek for geeks. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good book. <laughs> Highly recommend it. We all like the same books. Is this because we're all 40-plus males <laughs> and know. live in England? Mm, <laughs> maybe. No, I don't think it is. <laughs> I don't think it is. Well, I just see what Paul's been reading. I know he's like some books I've read and vice versa, so I just... We, well, that's we, what we, we all, yeah, we all, that. so we all we just, books. We're just copying yeah. each other now. Try that one. Try that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there we go. So we've now done a... a perhaps we'll do a book of the week. 
as yeah, well. We just did. Just throw that we in. Just did. We Wait. have done this week. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. I think that about wraps up the show, except for Marcus's regurgitated joke. Yeah. <laughs> I think regurgitated sounds much better than recycled. Much more appropriate. <laughs> this is from Derek Burgess. Uh, there was a man who entered a local paper's pun contest. He sent in ten different puns in the hope that at least one of the puns would win. Unfortunately, no pun intended. Okay, so that wraps up this week's show. Thank you very much, everybody. For Thank you, Derek. Marvellous. <laughs> very much. Marvelous. Oh, God. So I want to know, is this, is this show going to end like it did beginning and just kind of fade out from Endless Waffle? I think we should just fade out really about now. Those 